Welcome to HR Bytes, a podcast and video series to bring you stories of everyday people who are driving digital transformations in their organizations, data-driven and future-fit digital HR leaders. This is your host, Jay Polaki, and today's guest is Julie Turney. Julie is an HR influencer and has over 15 years of experience in HR, and she's also the founder of HR at Heart Consulting in Barbados and hosts the popular HR Sound Off podcast. Welcome to HR Bytes, Julie, and I'm so happy to have you on the show today. Could you please provide our listeners with a brief introduction about your work and your current role and your HR at Heart Consulting? Hi, Jay. Thank you so much for having me on your show today. I really do appreciate it. So as you said, I'm Julie Turney from Barbados. I am the CEO and founder of HR Heart Consulting, which is an HR for HR support company. So I coach HR professionals and help them to be the champions that they really are from within and discover who that is and live intentionally in their purpose. I am a podcaster. I am an HR disruptor. I believe that it's important that we use technology, yes, to help us progress and grow as we go into understanding what the future of work looks like but I also believe that we still need to be human because we are working with people so I'm strongly about ensuring that people bring their human to work. Absolutely absolutely and it's so important today right especially after we've been forced basically by this pandemic to be front and center during the past nine months uh, especially with the massive shift to the remote workforce and um, you know, digital transformation in HR is now more a necessity um, than just a, you know, good to have kind of yes. um, yeah, scenario right now. And, and, you know, I've been talking to a lot of HR leaders over the past year and, you know, we've been asked to be kind of the business first, uh, people first, um, digital HR leaders. And, Amongst all of these strategies, the digital first strategy is really very upfront and center because of the pandemic. How do you think this pandemic has fast forwarded adoption of our HR technology um, in companies and in companies that you work with? I think that we've had to really make a rapid shift, right? Um, Especially when you consider that for the most part, we are now starting to come into this hybrid phase of how we work. So some people working from home, some people going to the office, but if you're still on lockdown, wherever you are in the world, you have to manage your people from home. And so with that comes its challenges, which means that digital transformation has become front and center. How do you manage that and one of the things that happened for us in the Caribbean is that for sure a lot of people figured out what Zoom was <laughs> at the start of the pandemic so if they didn't know before they fast figured out what it was and how to make it work but then the need for other technologies to move your business along um, there was no way you were able to get in the office and actually go look at physically an employee file so how did you digitize that and move your organization into the next phase of transformation in terms of digitizing your personnel records and stuff like that so absolutely we've had to make a huge 
huge shift. For some of us, it has been a trial by fire. Uh-huh. And for some of us, not so much so, but it really has been a difficult, difficult time to make these transitions with, with minimum um, time and planning and strategizing to get it done. Absolutely. And, and you know, this, this pandemic has definitely forced our hand to make sure that not only do we adopt this new technology at warp speed, uh, but that we adapt to it at warp speed, right? It's it's both an adoption and an adaption going on at the same time. Um, Mm -hmm. And digital natives probably find it easier, but there's so many of us in HR who find it hard to grapple with technology. Uh, Excel spreadsheet itself is a monster for us to handle sometimes, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. I agree. <laughs> and it really and is absolutely and and you know um especially in organizations when it comes to technology adoption there's so many moving parts and a lot of times uh, our hr leaders have to kind of bank on their social capital their network within the organization to get the budget and the resources to adopt mm-hmm. new technology um, mm-hmm. what what uh, role has your social capital or you know your connections within the organization played in generating and scaling innovation in your hr department um, in the past and how has it changed now so previously you know it was a fight to get certain things put on board because it was always you know HR is this big cost center but what do we get out of it in return but ultimately then you realize as you're going through this particular situation a global pandemic you're going to have to make certain investments in order for us to be able to move things forward and to keep the organization running at a particular speed or a particular pace and so getting buy-in for us became a lot easier because as we looked at our business continuity plans and so on, you realize, okay, well, you really do have to make some kind of shift in order for the organization to be able to continue to run smoothly, right? Um, For HR at Heart, it's a little bit different. We are a very small um, boutique firm. um, And because I sit right here at the helm of it all it's very easy for me to um, look at different technologies and see what works but what I where I have found great um, support is in my HR community and persons like yourself Jay and others who are specifically um, dealing with technologies to be able to provide great advice on what technologies we can implement that are not that are cost effective, um, won't break the bank for us as small businesses, but we can still get stuff done. So yeah, we've had to make a huge shift, but we're getting there. That, that's a very interesting perspective, you know, because a lot of folks do not think of HR consultants as tech savvy unless they Mm. present themselves that way, right? But then, you know, we do engage in a lot of technology in HR and, Mm -hmm. you know, we've adopted and adapted over the years. It's just that we've lacked the support within an organization to adapt faster and adopt faster. Um, So what's one piece of advice you have for HR professionals who are looking to adopt or learn new technology? I would say 
first and foremost, I believe in the power of community, as I said to you before. So I would say the easiest place to find people who know what they're talking about is LinkedIn. Go find those people, follow them, connect with them, have calls with them, find out what they're using, what works, what doesn't work, because you're not alone. Um, and then make sure that you are staying on top of these things by reading. Um, I, I do look at a lot of... Um, I listen to a lot of podcasts, but I also look at a lot of magazines digital digitally, uh, like Inc. and Entrepreneur and all these different ones. But I'm also always looking at the um, blogs or the um, email newsletters that I get from some of the websites that I subscribe to of HR professionals who are specifically dealing with HR tech that provide the support and also give you the insights that you need in how you can develop and add the right technology to your organization because you really have to think about whether or not the technology is right for you and not adding it for the sake of adding it. So I would say that would be my advice. Community is everything. Get out there, connect with the people who are doing the groundwork, follow them, follow their newsletters, their blogs, get all the information that you need so you can make the best decisions for your organization. And our HR community on Twitter is a great resource. So yes. Shout out to Steve Brown and Mary mm-hmm. and Melanie Peacock and yourself, Julie, who really, you know, Thank you. Sonnenberg <laughs> and yes. so many, uh, Jeff Shapiro, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Kirsten Greggs. Um, there's so many of us out there. Um, so Francisco Reyes from Spain. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> so, and Francisco is a great resource. Yes, <laughs> yes. And Enrique and Rubio. Enrique, yes, from Hacking mm-hmm. HR, of course. He Hacking HR. A whole, a whole organization. A whole, whole movement. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And, yes. uh, you know, Nikki from the UK, uh, the CEO. Mm-hmm. Hewler, Nikki Holland, yes. Mm-hmm. Nikki Holland. So there are a lot of community folks who are willing to help and able to help and happy to help, actually. So that's a great yes. uh, great way to start, uh, you know, kind of increasing and enhancing your knowledge in HR tech, definitely. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, and what do you think we as a profession, as HR, what do you think we can do to prepare our function for an increase in this remote and hybrid work environment? You know, everyone's working from home practically now, mostly, right? Um, yeah. Unless you are an emergency personnel uh, that you have to go back to the physical workspace. Most of us work from home now. So how do you mm-hmm. think our HR um, you know, profession can prepare for this? Uh, because we are still kind of grappling, you know. Yes, yes. I remember having a conversation with um, Dasselyn Wood. Um, she is the chief people officer at, um, oh, the company escapes my mind right now, but it'll come back to me. Um, but Dasselyn, very early in our conversations during COVID said, you know, this is a very, we're in uncharted waters as an HR profession. We really don't know um, where we are going. Thought exchange. Imagine that. Yes. Desolyn Wood for Thought Exchange in Canada. And she, she was saying, you know, we are in on in uncharted waters we really don't know what this is going to bring for us and as she said that it really made me think about um about two years ago Deloitte in one of their reports for people trends had mentioned the importance of HR becoming more agile 
and with becoming more agile means that we have to be more we have to be more in that innovative and experimental phase as we go through all the things that were that are happening to us right now as a result of this pandemic so we need to be more um, agile as we think about what could possibly happen it means we need to be more scenario based and we need to start coming up with those hypotheticals and then working our way through those hypotheticals through user stories what's the worst thing that could happen what's the best thing that could happen if this was the case then how would we deal with that and maybe start experimenting and get in that phase of becoming of dealing of becoming a scientist really in the HR space um, being able to experiment test and bring things out incrementally um, that reduces the risk of us working on big projects all at once um, and then scaling them over time which is how tech companies work anyway right Absolutely. and so Absolutely. I definitely believe that HR needs to become more agile more experiential and definitely more scenario based so that we can deal with these things that happen in the future agile is definitely the word of the year for HR definitely mm-hmm. <laughs> For sure. Um, So, you know, we've talked about how HR can um, be kind of this agile, lean function leading us into the future of work. But do you think the future of work is already here and it should now translate to the now of work? I definitely believe that the future of work has been here for a while. Um, I would definitely say maybe mid 2019 into right this particular moment we've been dealing with the future of work Um, I think COVID-19 just sped it up a bit more so if you were in strategy phase um, mid 2019 you definitely became more implementing of those strategies at a faster pace because you had to because of what what's happening in the world globally and I mean COVID-19 is just one part of it but when you think of things like Brexit and you think of um, Black Lives Matter and the DEI movement and you think of um, the Me Too movement which is still very real and very very much happening in this moment HR has had all of these things to adapt to and modify and strategize and create products and services for our people that we work for and that we work with so that we can continue to um, grow our organizations and I think now we're more in we came out of crisis mode and we're in survival mode, but now we need to shift to thriving. And how do we thrive in this, whatever this hybrid of work is going to be, we now need to start thriving and thinking very much about how we're going to continue to move things forward so that the people we work with and that we work for can continue to be the best that they are and be okay with bringing their human to work. (laughs) That is so true. The H in HR, right? And HR Rising is one of the books that I'm trying to finish, uh, written by Steve Brown. And amazing it talks book. about, uh, of course, it's so amazing. And uh, he talks about how we need to be the East. And, you know, yes. I have this real uh, visual of bread rising. <laughs> <with the East. laughs> 
<laughs> and I, I use that, you know, whenever someone asks me, what can HR do now? Uh, that's the visual that comes to my mind. We need yes. to rise, like the, rise. be the East in the rise. organization, right? We need to Absolutely. be that, we need to be that fermenter. We need to be that fomenter yes. <laughs> to yes. bring about yes. the yes. change uh, that we've all worked on at a rapid pace this past mm-hmm. nine months, but we need to rise yes. to the occasion kind of. Exactly. So, exactly. We need great to move thoughts, it from great insight thoughts. to action and, and, and grow our organizations yes absolutely so that brings us to the fun part of our um, interview today and I'd like it to it was fun all along <laughs> <laughs> well this is more fun uh, so this is our rapid fire round where I ask you a set of questions and you can tell me whatever comes to mind as soon as you hear the question so here goes okay uh-huh. who's one person you've gained in your network in the last year that you think more people should know I will link their account in the show notes, but if you could tell me who that is. Ooh, Yonica Squires. Um, she is HR girl 411. And that's literally that she's in HR. She's female and she's four foot one. That's what it stands for. Um, wow. But she's absolutely amazing. Um, Yonica is out of Florida, based out of Florida. Um, and she is also in that space of supporting organizations and making sure they bring the right tech to their companies. Mm-hmm. Um, but she is a firehouse. I love her very much. Yes, Yonica Squires. Everyone should know her. Absolutely. Um, so what's your uh, favorite HR podcast? I know it's, um, you know, close <laughs> to your heart podcast. Oh my what's goodness. Are you trying to put me on the spot here? Okay, no, my favorite <laughs> HR podcast. I have several. Can I, can I, are you sure I can only give one? Oh, well, <laughs> you can mention everyone. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> um, so HR Social Hour for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, Impact Makers by Jennifer McClure. Uh-huh. I love that. HR Rebooted, which is Tracy Sponenberg's podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, those will be my top three for sure, for sure. Wonderful. And what's your favorite LinkedIn learning or e learning webinar series uh, for HR tech? Um, my favorite LinkedIn learning would be for HR tech. Hmm. That's a good one. I have to think about that a bit more. <laughs> okay. What about for HR in general? Oh, for HR in general, I would say anything by Perry Timms. Anything by Perry Timms. Very, very, very good. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, so given the upheaval of all things work in 2020, uh, what's one workplace trend that you think is here to stay? work from home is here to stay that is going nowhere um i also think that being more open to having um, digital nomads in the space so i think nomad work is going to increase as well for sure absolutely the gig economy gig economy absolutely yes and I know you work in the HR community and you give back. How do you enjoy giving back to the HR community? So many ways. Um, moments like this, being able to, you know, spend time on other people's podcasts. I love 
um, sharing what I've learned through the content that I put on LinkedIn. Um, and I also love being a part of webinars. So I have a webinar series that I started for 2021, um, which is called Unleash the Champion Within. And it's dedicated to HR professionals. Just we're exhausted, man. And, and in order for us to be able to continue to do what we do, we have to refill, we have to regroup. And so this podcast series is going to be one every month. Um, our, the first one is tomorrow and that is how to reignite your HR mojo because I know you're tired and I'm looking so. forward to that I really <laughs> I really need a boost to my HR mojo and so I'll definitely be joining you tomorrow um, you Great. know you really can't pour from a you know empty cup cannot. we cannot mm-hmm. so I'm so looking forward to your series and I'm excited for you Thank, so thank you. you so much for being here today, um, Julie. I've, you know, learned a lot from you o- over our interactions and now through your sharing of your thoughts. And I'm sure mm-hmm. everything you've said today will definitely resonate with our audience throughout the world. So thank oh, you thank for you. being here. And if our thank listeners, you for having me. And if our listeners would like to connect you, what's the best way for them to reach you, Julie? LinkedIn. LinkedIn is the best way to find me, but I'm on every social media platform um, as I am Julie Turney, which is just I am and then my name, Julie Turney. But LinkedIn is where you find me the most. Perfect. I'll include the link in the show notes. And again, thank you so much. I really, really enjoyed today's um, talk and chat with you. And I look forward to, um, you know, interacting more over our virtual um, metaverse, our HR metaverse. (laughs) And thank you, everyone, for tuning in. And I look forward to bringing you more global HR tech stories. So stay tuned. Thanks again.